intro? Mm-hmm. We just go for it? All right. <laughs> go for it. I did a little Power Rangers right there. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Hello, welcome to two dudes. Hello, and welcome again to two guys. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to like I'm, I have like this intro that I usually do and I tried to switch it up and of course I Sally Red say like two dicks gaming. I think we have to do a penis count. <laughs> okay, we'll get there. Alright. Hello, welcome again to Two Guys Gaming. I'm Sean, new of all trades. With me as always is my co host Chris. Blonde. Yeah. It's like my work voice now. <laughs> you would uh, just call me blonde. That's the new blonde if you ever see my gamer tag out there. Today, we, well, this month we're going to talk about Ixalan, the new expansion for Magic the Gathering. Lost Caverns of Ixalan, it's called. Mm-hmm. Chris has put together a list of cards. His is a little more comprehensive than mine, so... We'll just kind of go back and forth. We'll just talk about cards, and we'll see where it takes us. Free form, baby. Free form. That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah. So, ultimately, on the surface, the set looks really, really good. Uh, there's definitely a, a heightened power level to it, but I think we've been seeing in a lot of the newer sets more of a power creep. So... If you hear the clicking in the background, that's my dog. We're recording at my place today. And the only place we have to record is in the living room. So she's going to be in and out and be obnoxious because that's what she does. <laughs> no, you're not obnoxious. <laughs> Definitely more of a common complaint when it comes to the newer sets is the power level right. of them. Where it's kind of it's kind of nuts now. Um, well, and we'll, we'll be going through that. It's, yeah, it seems like they go through cycles where it's like they... Ramp up, ramp up, ramp up, ramp up, and then they just like drop the power off completely for a couple sets, and then they start ramping it up again. So I guess we're back in a ramp, is what you're saying. And I love me some ramp. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, we're definitely in a, a more of an upswing. I mean, there's some cards in this set, um, and you know I don't like to give shout outs to people who aren't paying us, but if you watch the uh, the latest episode of Command Zone on YouTube. Um, you'll see some of the cards actually come into play during their game, and it's pretty nuts. Yeah. Like when you see the power level and how quickly it actually swings the game around, it's it's impressive. Oh, so that, that's what you're talking about as far as power level goes. Because I saw some like they had uh, another Chuka, Chupacabra. I can't remember when the first one was. It in Ixalan when the first Chupacabra came out. Where, I think like, so. Just, the ravenous yeah, Chupacabra. Yeah, we just took it. We just took something out. Yep. Like the one they have now doesn't take it out necessarily. I think it's like, it's like graveyard, right? How many, however many permanents you have in your graveyard type thing. Yeah. Yep. Because that's what they're focusing on. One of the things they're focusing on with this set is the new descend mechanic that they came up with. Yeah. Which is yep. basically just putting something in your graveyard. So I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's good to have a keyword for it because then you don't have to say when you put something in your graveyard, you can just say descend and people know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. I and, think it also makes it easier to program for Magic the Gathering Arena. That's what, I think that's where a lot of these changes are coming from. Yep. It just makes it easier to program. Yeah. Uh, one of the decks on the, the show that was really interesting was there's basically a, a Golgari deck. Yeah. And 
it was based off that mechanic. Oh, wow. But then they put in dredge cards. Ah. And then you see how powerful it actually was. Right. I was like, holy crap. Well, that was that was my first thought when the Sin mechanic came out. I read about it and what it actually was. I was like, oh, this is probably going to combo pretty well or effectively with dredge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does big time. I think, like, the deck had a Bloodgast in there and um, Golgari Grave Troll, which is, like, dredge uh, right, six. Right, right. Yeah. So that counts... Basically, that counts as descend. Right. So when you dredge, right. it actually counts as right. descend. So it actually was like pumping this guy's cards like way up. I was like, oh my god. That's the one that I just saw. Earlier I was playing, because they have like a festival on Arena, and I was playing one of the decks. And, oh, it's the the fungus, the new fungus. That it like gets power and... Toughness based on how many fungus or My, Mayo yeah, something. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was the commander that's, that he was uh, using. See, yeah, cause yeah. Because it says each time you descend. So, like, every time you dredge, every time you put a card in your graveyard, you get a 1-1, one, one, and it bumps it up by another power and toughness. So now that you say that, because I didn't realize that some other cards triggered every time you descend. Like, some of them I had one that triggers if you descend in a turn or on your turn. But this one, every time you descend, it... Gives yeah. you another fungus, plus it bumps itself up by 1-1. One, one. Yeah, yeah. Plus it, you can make tokens with it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what he used. So he was basically in these fungus tokens. And yeah. he played another card that turns all your your tokens into basically mana dorks. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so he was just like tapping for crazy <laughs> right. amounts of mana. And then he would just... He basically had a combo going where he was just playing the, the uh, Golgari Grave Troll. Right. Six. Yep. Creating six tokens. Six plus one plus ones, right. drawing like six cards. Wow. It was nuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Holy cow, that's insane. Yeah. And he still lost the game first. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But uh yeah, it's a it's a really, really cool set, actually. Then especially so I mean uh, you know, you play arena a lot. Right. I'm more of a I don't really play arena that much anymore. Sometimes I dabble, but I am very much I consider myself just commander. Right. So I'm I'm much more of just a, a commander guy. Right, right. So and it's um, not programmed that yet into arena. Yeah, that's unfortunate. So yeah, it's tough. Because it's, I mean, if it's mobile, then I don't know how they're going to have four players on one screen. Yeah, on a mobile screen, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I mean, I think like it's good. Like our group, you know, we have right, three, right, right. and it works out all yep. right, but. There's something missing, like you have to, like I'd love to be able to get a fourth because right. that's when you're like cutting deals yeah, and stuff, right. and like we're kind of missing that aspect a, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. Where it kind of feels mean if you're like, you know, if it's like right. me, you, and Jason, <laughs> I'm like, hey, Jason, yeah, <laughs> let's, yeah, let's let's get this knucklehead over right. here. Yeah. Like it's, it just feels mean. Right. So it's like, oh, I really don't want to cut a deal like that. Yeah. But so I feel like we miss out a little bit. But I just love playing. Like any singleton format is just so much more fun to right. me because it just feels very casual and yep. you know kind of what we've always done, which right. is like the kitchen table. Yeah, so. yeah. And you can put whatever card you want in there, and when you top deck a particular card or when you find a card that you're looking for to like put together your combo, for whatever reason, it just feels better in that format because you only have one of each card. So right, right, yeah. When it shows up, you're not like oh, you're not stacking four cards so that you can try to to draw it because you can't yeah and it's it's nice there's something satisfying about having the answer for something right. that's on the board yep. and, they, and being able to take it away right. knowing that there's a pretty good chance they're never going to get that yeah. card back right, unless right, well, right. if you're playing like Golgari or something like right. that then they can get it back yep. but 
yeah, it's uh, it's definitely it's my format of choice. I know that you know, Jason Jason likes it, but he's just always going to be into the old school right. ninety three ninety four. Like that's his jam, yeah. and it's like that's fine. But as long as he comes and plays uh, Commander with us, I'm cool. Um, So a lot of these cards I'm kind of looking at from a Commander point of view. Like to me, like, I guess personally I'm looking at it like I'm looking at my decks and the decks I'd like to build. And I'm saying like, hey, these are cool for that. So I just don't want people to get all worked up saying like, oh my God, those aren't the best cards (laughs) in the set. It's like, I'm not. That's that's not what we're looking for. That's not what we've ever been about anyway. Yeah, I'm looking for stuff that's fun and has a lot of synergy and maybe stuff that I'd like to use that I'm looking forward to. So, yeah. I'm all about Jake. (laughs) (laughs) As you know. (laughs) Um, All right. So I guess uh, I'll just shout out the first one that jumped out at me. Um, So. I'm going to go with uh, Tarion Soul Cleaver. Uh, so that is uh, an equipment. Um, so it's one colorless, and it costs two colorless to equip. Uh, when you equip it onto a creature, it gets vigilance. And any time an artifact or a creature goes into the graveyard, plus one, plus one counter. Now, so basically what jumps out at me is not when one of your artifacts or creatures goes into a graveyard. It's actually like everything, so it's really easy to pump something up. Right. And because it has vigilance, like you have a massive attacker and you have a really good blocker. So. Oh wow. Yeah, that one's that one jumped right out at me. That's that's it's kind of like a um, slightly underpowered. Uh, what is that? Umazawa's Jitte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's kind of like, kind of like that. I mean, you don't have the ping and stuff like that, but it's got the plus one, plus one. Yeah, I mean, any time, it's not right. just like, oh, you know, it only activates once per turn or something like that. Like, it just keeps going. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. Other artifacts or creatures put into a graveyard from the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one. That's, yeah, that is good. Yeah, that one's nuts. So I was, like, looking at it from um, my perspective, that uh, uh, Prosh uh, yeah, right. deck that I have, where I'm just constantly yeah. sacrificing right, things. Right, right. It's like I just blow something way up. Like, I have a couple creatures in that deck where when it dies it does damage to whatever target equal to its power. Yep. So I can just blow something up to like 40 oh, and then just like <laughs> just, <laughs> knock someone right out of the game if I want it. For... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for stopping over. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that one that one was uh, kind of jumped right out at me when I saw the spoilers. Yeah, that I was, was like, a neat one. Yeah, my Especially God. Especially in that deck, like you're saying. Yeah. Because it's kind of it's like a... Uh, well, it is the Prosh deck is a sacrifice deck, so it definitely yeah. gets the. And it doesn't say anything, it just says creature, so like it could be tokens, it could be whatever. Yeah, anything. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So that oh, one. Oh, it's put into the graveyard. Tokens aren't really put in the graveyard. They so are. The, it does count as a trigger. Oh, does it really? Tokens count as a trigger oh, wow. into your graveyard. They oh, basically go in your graveyard and, and then, then they're gone. Ah. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. So the one card that I saw definitely for. Because I'm not as... I mean, we we play Commander, but I've only really ever played one of my decks. I've only ever played the Landfall deck. I played the Vampires deck a couple of times, but I haven't really played it enough to kind of get all the triggers figured out and everything, because it's a Madness deck, and Madness is just tough to play sometimes. Um, I saw somebody somebody played a Madness deck against me on Arena, and it was just like, they got, just got Madness trigger after Madness trigger, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. It's like, like how, how do you do what that? What is this exactly? Like, how does this happen? Like... 
it seems like it happens all the time but anyhow um the only one i've the only one i've played with any sort of consistency is the the naya landfall deck and i saw this echo echoing deeps which is it comes in you can make it a copy of any land in your graveyard so like you can make it come in as a fetch or whatever and you still get the benefit of the land being in the graveyard so you could replay the land if you needed to that that type of thing because i have um you know that card i can't remember what it is um is it life of the law or the what's dredge what no what's the one oh that's what's the one that lets you play from your grave lands from your graveyard oh crucible of worlds oh, crucible, there's, yeah, a, crucible there's a few of them now that let you play from your graveyard that's so, crucible in that deck so yeah like you can just like continually trigger this thing over and over and over again if yeah. you have that so that's that's the one that I really saw for that particular deck that kind of jumped out at me. Yeah, I love because I basically I built like almost like a mini landfall deck that is just Simic, oh, okay. and so it basically relies on um, like a Wayward's uh, was it Wayward Swordtooth? Uh, it's a dinosaur oh, yeah, yeah, from yeah, the yeah, original yeah. Ixalan, yep, but it's yep. actually in one of the commander decks. Yeah, just because it dropped the price way down to like eighty cents. Right. <laughs> um, and then you play cards like, uh, you know, Lotus Cobra, yeah. Oracle, and all that. Anything that lets you, like, play more than um, uh, one land per right. turn. And then if you have, like, a Crucible of Worlds or a Ramanap Excavator yep, yep. that lets you play from your graveyard, right. you can just grab that fetch, grab that right, fetch, right, grab right, that right. fetch. Yeah. So if it let you play three lands, right. you're basically grabbing that fetch three times, time, throwing yeah. it on, right. and then you're activating your Lotus Cobra, so you're already piling right, up right, right. mana. Oh, and then... Yeah, it's crazy That's combo. A cool trick, yeah. yeah, so this card definitely plays into that where right. you're suddenly you have a specifically in commander where you right. know technically only have one fetch, but now right. you have like a couple fetches. Right. So it's crazy. That is, yeah. So that's one that I saw. Yeah, that one. That one's really really good. Um, I actually thought of it for your deck when I saw it. I was like, oh, shit. you should get that for your landfall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so one of the other ones I saw. So I guess. This one's kind of just simple. Uh, so it's a blood letter of Alcazats. So basically it's a demon. Uh, it's uh, oh, yeah. one colorless, three black, um, two, four flying. Yeah. And basically anytime like you do damage to someone at the end of their turn, they basically lose that amount of life mm-hmm. that they were already dealt damage. I don't know if that was proper English. I felt like I just trailed <laughs> off in the sentence, but whatever. <laughs> Me feel English? <laughs> but, uh, That's it impossible. Bas- it basically doubles damage and loss of life. Yeah. Right. Which is, I don't know for sure. Like, you know a little bit more about, like, the history of magic and stuff like that. Um, and different cards. Because you do a little, you do more brewing and that kind of stuff than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, as far as I know, especially recently... That's the first black card that does that. Like, usually it's red that does that kind of stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Like the Thane, and then there's the other one that, like, triples damage. It's like a, uh, an enchantment, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. triples yeah. damage from a red source. Yeah, then they have that new, pl- well, new bows in um, Commander's Legends. Uh, the new Jessica, I think. One of them. It was a Planeswalker that basically triples triples the amount of damage okay. that you do. Like, right. you pick a creature or a source, I think. Oh, yeah, and yeah. it's like, oh, it does triple damage this turn. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of other cards right. now that triple the damage, yeah, right. too. So it's like, you yeah. can just start one-shotting right. things. So, yeah, it is rare for black to have something like that, definitely. But that one's pretty good value. Yeah, I mean, that's that, that's one of the ones that I, I saw you put on your list, and somebody else put it on their list. 
one of the lists that I was looking at, and I thought that was interesting that it was the first black card that did that, although that's that would work with something like, it's just, oh no, it's triple black, so that would work with something like the the, the gray whatever. Oh, Mo- oh, gray merchant. Yeah, gray of, merchant. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yep. it comes in and it deals damage based on your your black mana. Yeah, yeah, your devotion to black. Your devotion to black. I couldn't think of the word for some reason, but yeah. So that's three plus on top of that, yeah. So that would work with that. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that would be pretty nuts. Um, I might have to try to put that combo together on Arena, see if it's as... Yeah. Because I see that card a lot in... What the heck is it called? Historic. Yeah. That's usually what I play as Historic, because that's their their, um, legacy that they have on Arena, because they only have uh, back till whatever first Ixalan maybe I don't know I think it's something like that yeah, yeah. last time so, I checked yeah so they don't have all of the cards but I mean they, periodically they release new sets that have like older cards and stuff like that as they work them into the game yep yep so yeah yeah I'll play around with that on arena a little bit you should I, I it almost made me it's tough right because we play like very casual right like right. so I don't like I don't want to build a deck that is completely right. unfun where it's like oh I'm just gonna like one shot right. everyone and like <laughs> It's like you want some interaction and right, stuff. Right, right. Um, but I, I almost thought, I'm like, man, I'm like, it'd be kind of nice to build like a Rakdos deck because yeah. I do have some of those cards that right. like triple the damage. And well, then you have something like that. And it's like. And that, that's the other thing that I, that I saw on this card. When I saw this card, is that it would work in like a red, obviously a red black deck where you have those cards plus you have this card plus it's just like you have enough cards that the, the strategy would pay off at some point in the game. Yeah. And I mean that's a pretty good color combination, anyways, right? Because red's fast right. and yep. black, you get you can get some you know really good, obviously like demons like yep. flyers, yep. and then you have that removal, right? So yeah, one of the other uh, cards that jumped out at me is speaking of uh, black and red. So it's basically molten collapse, and this is a common. So this one was really cool um, because if you descended during your turn. Yep. You can choose both options. So again, just tying into what I just said, right? Destroy creature planeswalker, or you can destroy target non-creature or non-land permanent with mana cost one or less. So this is already taking off in Legacy because a lot oh, of the right. stupid artifacts yeah. are like one one mana right, or right. zero, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I can just go ahead and right, kill that right. then. So that one's really really good, and that would actually tie in really nicely with a, a Rakdos deck. Yeah, because one of the um, strategies of Rakdos is sack. So if you descend, then you can do both. Yeah. Destroy target creature or planeswalker. Planeswalker, destroy target non-creature, non-land permanent with mana value one or less. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's still a lot of those that are pretty good. Or there's still quite a few of those, even in, again, when I was playing, I saw a few of those where they were like one mana enchantments or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the... Uh... It's the one that everyone, a lot of people are playing now. Uh, the Ozolith. That oh, one, yes. Oh, that, yeah. one's, that one's such a pain, too. Yeah. So that one, you yeah. could take yeah. that out with <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. That's, so. such a, that's such a play, pain to play against. I hate that card. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've heard that. I've heard that. It's a pain. Um, yeah. So, speaking of one mana, the I again, I just I included this because you sent it. And we were just kind of talking about it in the group chat, that Millennium Calendar. 
I knew it. I knew you would have it. <laughs> like I on my list, I put oh fun cards, and then I put like potentially broken cards and stuff like that, just that kind of thing. But it's the one that where whenever you untap one or more permanents during your untap step, put that many time counters on the Millennium Calendar. So that's lands, that's creatures, that's everything. And then it says you can double the number of time counters, and then when it hits a thousand, you sacrifice it, and each opponent loses one thousand life. Like, it's just such a stupid, ridiculous card. Um, and like I say, when you sent it out, it's like the day after Star City Games posted an article, or maybe it was Reddit. I can't remember. It was one of the two where I saw, and they were like, "This is how you break this card, basically." And there was just a list of like how to break this card, like. <laughs> Oh my god! There's just so many, so many people that are like, "Oh, you could do this and this," and so yeah, I just I figured I'd throw that in there just because it's such a ridiculous card. And... Well, I'm gonna run into the thought process of that, like the R and D room. They're like, "You know, be awesome if you could do like a freaking thousand damage on something." They're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> Must have been some guy frustrated at some life gain deck, and he's like, "You know what?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they put like 200 life on me. I want a thousand damage. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> Did you drink your breakfast? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. No, that one That one is a fun one. That one was like kind of thought-provoking to me. Like, I'm like, there has to be a way. Right. I, I didn't see the Star City uh, games or the, right, the right, Reddit right. article, but yeah, I kind of figured, I'm like, there has to be a way to break that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Another one, uh, I just like the name, uh, was Get Lost. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the one where you remove something they get two map tokens is that the one yeah yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it basically kills pretty yes, much anything yeah, yeah. and then it's like yeah. <laughs> and they get two map tokens yeah. For it. yeah yeah like here you go go ahead and grab yourself a couple lands or whatever and it's like oh okay cool <laughs> anything white that's removal right is you know and it's only two mana yeah yeah one color is one right. white yeah. means nothing yeah so right. I, yeah I, I, that was um that card is in one or i think it's in a couple of the decks that they did in the festival on magic the gathering arena so I saw that one. I actually played that one a couple of times, and I saw that one played a couple of times. That's, a, I mean, that's a really strong, cheap removal spell. It is. It's nuts, and the name's awesome. Yes. Get lost. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I like the fact that they get map. I like the fact that they get map tokens too. Yeah, like no. here, you're lost. Find yourself with these map tokens. Yeah. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. That is that is funny. Man, that's some pretty good flavor right there. Yeah. <laughs> somebody again. Somebody was thinking on that one. So another stupid broken one that I sent to you was the ancient one, the blue black eight eight. Uh, oh, the eight eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the stipulation there? So it says descend eight. The ancient one can't attack or block unless there are eight or more permanent cards in your graveyard. And then for two, colorless a blue and a black, draw a card, then discard a card. When you discard a card this way, target player mills cards equal to its mana value. Yeah, that's that's not <laughs> a really fun one. That's a that's a wonky one. That's one that's easily broken and. They did that with right. uh, Holgar. Oh, that's, that's they ended up back, like banning yeah. that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Well, that's what you said. You said, I guess they didn't learn from Holgak. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess not. Like, yeah. I mean, Holgak was a little bit different. I mean, it was still two mana for an 8-8. Right. But it was like, oh, like, had, was it Convoke? Yes. And it, I think it was like, it could only be cast from your graveyard. Yes. But it was like, it was Golgari. And yep. so obviously right. it's really easy to yep. cast oh, that yep. from yep. your graveyard. Yep. Yep. So it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and like people were breaking the hell yeah. out of it. Oh, that's, yeah, that's what ended up happening. Someone yeah. got broken. It like warped the format for a long yep. time, I believe. Yep. It yeah. really did. Yep. Like this one is blue, black, so it's not quite, but you could still put it into a reanimator deck. And... 
Oh yeah. I would get. I mean, you get to descend eight pretty quick on that. Yeah. Especially if you're milling cards. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that one. That one's nuts. Yeah. Uh, so, no one obviously knowing me, I love dragons. Right. Dinosaurs, dragons. Yep. Yep. I'm like a seven year old at heart. <laughs> uh, so bone bone horde dracosaur. Yep. Uh, that one I actually saw in the Command Zone game, yeah. and that thing was nuts. Like, the amount of value uh, she got out of it yeah. was insane. <laughs> so it's uh, three colorless, uh, two red, flying, first strike. Uh, beginning of your upkeep. So even before you start drawing, you exile the top two cards of your library, and you can play them that turn. So essentially, it's almost like drawing right. three cards in a right, turn. Right. Um, if you exile a land card... You create a 3-1 red dino token. Uh, and if you exile a non-land card, you get a treasure token. Wow. So basically you're ramping yep. or you're getting bodies on the board. Right. It's absolutely insane. That is bananas. Yeah. And then, you know, if you have that in a red deck, yep. you know, red cards are mostly cheap anyways. Right. So if you exile top two, yep. most likely you're going to be able to play them. Yeah. So that, one, that one's nuts. Yeah, so that being able to exile the cards and play them... Usually, you, I mean, usually you have to play something in order to do that, but you've already played this, and then the next turn, you're exiling the top two cards of your deck. Just At the beginning of your upkeep, then you're untapping, and then it's like... Yeah, and you, then you're you, just then, going. Then you're just basically playing those two cards plus whatever. Yeah. Whatever you draw. Right, yeah. Because yeah. that's those... Which is the card? Because there's one card that I played that allows you to do that. It's from the previous set. It's the green... Oh, it's the, it's the green elf that... The, it's a it's um it's an adventure card, and the adventure part allows you it's like one in one in a red, and it lets you exile the top two cards, and then you have till the end of your next turn to play them. Oh, I know. And then, what you're and talking then it about comes that. in as a one one, and then every time every time you cast like a green or a red or something, it, it pumps itself up. It's like like that, yeah. So I've I've played that a couple of times, but yeah, usually you have to play it. I mean, it's an instant, so at least you can play it on your opponent's turn, and then you have until the end of your turn to play it. Right, until the right. next end step to play it, which is usually what I do. But, I mean, yeah, this is that's crazy, because it's you play the thing, and then if it doesn't get removed, which five toughness is tough to get rid of. It's not, not easy to get rid of that five guy. Yeah. Other than, yep. like, disfigure. Or, is it disfigure? Or is that three? I know there's one that's minus five, minus five. There is one that is minus five. I can't think of it. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. Yeah. So you can't say who dies to bolt. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And it doesn't die to, uh, what was the one? Roast? Yeah. um, Because that's non-flying creatures, right? That's the one that they printed in response to um, the Sea Drino. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't die to that. I mean, this thing's a beast when you get it out there. Definitely. And it's cool because it's, it's a, dinosaur dragon like you can't you can't you just can't freaking go wrong oh, I, didn't with that even, I didn't even notice it was a, yeah, oh, yeah it's dracosaur yeah look yeah. at that creature dinosaur dragon yep look at that double tribal oh it's beautiful <laughs> it's beautiful that is great i want to honestly like after looking at the set and like the previous excellent yeah. excellent sets yeah. i'm like i want to build a i want to build a commander deck that's a dinosaur tribal dinosaur tribal yeah nice. i'm like just red and green i'm like i can make it happen <laughs> One that I saw in somebody's list that I just thought was a fun little card was uh, Sperming Emergence. It's got Fathomless Descent, which means return to the battlefield target, non-land permanent card in your graveyard 
with mana value less than or equal to the number of permanent cards in your graveyard. It's a sorcery, so it's not instant speed, but it's still pretty cool because you can bring, for three mana, one a, one a black and a green. You can, like, again, if you're dredging, you can pretty much bring back whatever you want to bring back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it's mana value less than or equal to what's in your graveyard, so. Yeah, yeah I that's I thought that was a neat little card. Yeah, what's the rarity on that? Uh, it is looks like a rare just a rare yeah just yeah. a rare that's pretty good yeah that's I, I just thought that was a fun little card and then the last one that I have is the Skull Spore ne Nexus mm -hmm. which I, did you have that on your list? I don't think I did I saw that card but I didn't put it on my list um, so that this spell costs X less to cast where X it's 6 and 2 green where X is the greatest power among creatures you control Whenever one or more non-token creatures you control die, create a green fungus dinosaur creature with token <laughs> token with base power and toughness equal to the total power of those creatures. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, so and then for two and a tap, you can double target creatures power until end of turn. It's a legendary artifact. Ooh. Yeah, I just yeah. So it's kind of like the um the henge. Oh, the great henge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. It's kind of like that card and yep. um some of the other ones. What's the other one? There's like a Howling Moon card or something like that that doubles everything at the beginning of your attack or at the beginning of your attack step. Yes. It's from one of the... Um, Crap. I can't remember what it's called. But I've seen it played a couple of times um, on Arena. I can't remember what it's called. But it's like Howling Moon or something like that. Yep. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Yeah, it's a fun little card. Yeah, so it's like anytime something dies, like you're not really getting rid of it. Right. You exactly. still have to yeah. deal with a big body right, at the right. end of it. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I thought it was a neat little card. Yeah. I feel probably one of the most overpowered cards in the set is, and I think a lot of people felt that in the first one, was Galta. Um, oh, yeah. So this one, Galta, Stampede Tyrant. I mean, eight mana, you know, five colors, three right. green. You get a 12, 12 trample. So, I mean, right there, there's already right, a trade-off. Right, You're only right. paying 8 for a 12 total right, trample. Right, right. But then you get to put all the, <laughs> all the creatures in your hand into play. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, it's way too easy to with green to actually get cards in your hand right. and to load up. Right. And then just basically just lay out your board. And it's, it's good game at that point. Like, pretty much. That one's broke. I mean, the first one's pretty broken, too. I have that in that Simic Landfall deck. And yeah. as you know, I've had that in my... Uh, when we played kind of more modern, right? Uh, and my green devotion deck, like it was super easy yeah. to get oh, that out sure, early. Right. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so this one's nuts. I felt like the first one was overpowered. This one is just to the next level, yeah, right? Especially if you have something that, like a haste giver or something like that. Then oh you yeah, know, you put that out and then you put everything on the board, give everything haste, and turn mm. everything sideways. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was fun. Good game. Math <laughs> is for blockers. <laughs> At that point. <laughs> so, kind of along the same line, I, I felt like green really uh, was really treated well in this set. Which I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I like Stompy, so yeah, it's right, kind of right, my thing. Yeah. Um, O'Air, Castlem, Deepest Growth. So, that one's nuts, because that one is uh, five mana. So three colors, two green. You get a six five with trample, and whenever it deals combat damage, you reveal that many cards from the top of your library and put one in the play, essentially for free, oh, equal geez. to the right. yeah. It's just like oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I, you know, if it's not blocked, you look at the top six, 
And you pick one, throw it in right. the play for free. So you could get, you could put a Galta in the play, and then suddenly you just empty your hand. Like, that one, that one's a little nuts to that me. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. That one, the price is actually dropping. When it first came out, it was like 18 bucks, right. And now, you know, as speculation dies down, right. now it's like settled into like the $7, $8 range. Right. I'm like, that's still too much. I yeah. refuse to spend that much on cardboard. I'm like, yeah, nah, right. I'm good. I'll wait until it's a few bucks. Right, right. Once uh, it gets figured out completely and people just stop buying. Yeah, I mean, that's essentially, I mean, as long as you have removal. Right, I mean, right. And there is a lot of removal in this set. I mean, it's not like we play standard, but if we right. did, there's answers. Right. I mean, and obviously in Commander, it's a little tougher to actually get all the combo pieces that's going. What I, that's what I noticed. Like, there's a, there's a red removal spell that either deals two or deals damage based on the is it the attack or toughness of one of your dinosaurs oh i know what you're talking about i think it's i think it's toughness for some reason yeah it's it's either attack or toughness yeah um because that one got played against me a few times on arena and that's that that's a powerful card especially that 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 the dino deck that they put together it is super quick like it's red green obviously but it is really quick yeah like you can get a lot of power on the board really quickly with that deck. So I guess on the topic of the O'Air's uh, O'Air talk, uh, deepest foundation. Uh, so this one is, this one's nuts. Um, it's probably why I'd never play standard, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, so it is six mana, so four colors, two white, yep. uh, six six with vigilance, and anytime you create creature tokens, it triples the amount. So that's nuts, because already has vigilance. So you already have a pretty good blocker for six six, right. and just the fact that you get to triple your tokens, Jeez. that's insane. So that kind of goes along with um, another one in the set called uh, Charismatic Conqueror, okay. and that's also a white. So it's two mana, right. and it already has good value for two mana. You get two two with vigilance, but um, <laughs> so basically when it comes in. Whenever an opponent, uh, so basically, it forces opponents to tap artifacts and creatures when they come into play, or you get a one-one vampire token with lifelink. So basically, suddenly instead of like they're like, oh, I want to play this creature, but I don't want it to come in uh, tapped. I right. want to untap. I need a blocker or yeah. whatever. Well, now you're getting three one-one vampire tokens for right. each each one of their creature. You, so suddenly you get crazy board advantage. Yeah, and if you combo it with the uh, white dominus from. Oh, Phyrex. Was yeah, it Phyrexia? Yeah, the Phyrexia. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Mon- Mondrock or Mondrock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That doubles. Does that double counters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're like doubling and then tripling. So you're getting six tokens. Six for each creature <laughs> that they have. <laughs> that's kind of I mean, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I definitely see uh, White Weenie becoming a right. thing in Standard yeah. or uh, at least uh, Black and White or, right. or Zaz or whatever it's called. Or, yeah. That's, yeah, I so... On the, the topic of the, the gods or whatever, I like the fact that they've sort of taken away the indestructible from the gods, um, but they make them they still make them persistent, where it's like, if they die, they flip to become a land, but then the land has a mana ability that allows you to flip them back. So yeah. it's kind of the same as the, the Praetors from one of the sets recently, where they did the same thing, it would flip, and then, or no, yeah. it came in as a, an enchantment, a saga, right? And then yes. it flipped. Yeah. Yep. But then if it died, it would flip back to the saga, right? Yep. So they're still yep. persistent, but they're not indestructible, which means you can at least remove that from the board for a little bit. 
yeah. until it comes mm-hmm. back or whatever. But yep. before, all you could do was exile them, which was kind of a pain in the neck because there's not a ton of... I mean, at least on Arena, there's not a ton of exiling cards. Yeah. I, I guess, can't you, can't you remove them? Like, can't you remove Indestructible if you reduce the toughness to zero not through damage like i feel like i've yes. done that to that stupid squirrel that people play the indestructible squirrel like oh, if you, yeah. i feel like if you i think if you massacre that the meat hook massacre i think it dies yeah so if it's like a global effect and right. you're not actually right. targeting, targeting it, it right. then it can die okay. it can go away okay. yeah but that's what, that's what it's, I thought. it's tough you basically right. have to make sure that you have board wipes right. or it's not going to go anywhere right. exactly. yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, I really like the God cards. I was collecting them for a while, but yeah, yeah they are very that that feature is very overpowered. The, it was I like, mean, the only one that I've ever played against with any sort of consistency is um, Heliod because oh, and that white life yeah, gain. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I hate that, that freaking deck. That card is just busted anyway. Yeah. And then you put it in the proper deck, and it's like, okay, we'll just concede when that card is played. Is that still <laughs> like one of the metas on Arena? Like a. a for historic because i ran in that deck so many times yeah so the the two most popular colors that i've run into are white and black's probably the 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 biggest right now because of um the shouldered the new shouldered oh uh, yeah every, yeah that thing's in every stupid black deck like all the way through because that thing especially it's broken right, as hell right, exactly yeah yeah, yeah. It, it deals two damage every time your opponent draws and you gain two life every time you draw and it's got death touch and it's a four or five and yeah yeah, yeah. it's just a like, stupid card yeah. yeah if you don't have removal right, you're right. screwed essentially exactly. yeah. yeah and that's that's i'll usually usually i'll let it sit on the board for two turns if i don't get removal then i'm like all right this game's yours congratulations yeah nice like, job buddy <laughs> you got your children you cast it nice job gg yep <laughs> i didn't have yeah, removal <laughs> That was, like, one of the reasons, like, I kind of got bored of Arena a little yeah. bit. It was because I kept running into yeah. that life gain deck. Right. And then, like, I was like, well, I'm just going to build that life right. gain deck. And then I built it, yeah. and then I was just, like, winning, like, a lot of games. Yeah. And I was kind of right. like, that's not fun. Yeah, that's what that's what I did with, like, if I just want to get wins out of the way, I build an elf deck, which is not the best elf deck. But yeah. even not yep. being the best elf deck, it's still, like... Oh, they're not... I have one. <laughs> I have an elf deck on yeah. there, and that thing was... Yeah. Like, gave people yep. a lot of problems, yep. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm starting to see more elf decks now, so I don't know if people are... That Dracosaur, I remember seeing the Dracosaur. There's, is there only one Planeswalker this time? I, I think it's like the elephant about, thing. Yeah, I know they were talking about cutting down on Planeswalkers yeah. each set. I think there might be just be one. I think yeah. it's just that elephant yeah, weird yeah, thing. It just popped up, and I don't remember seeing any other ones. And I know... I remember them saying that they were going to try to cut back on the number of Planeswalkers that they were printing for That's each good. set. I mean, they're fun or whatever, but yeah, it kind of gets a little played out when right. they're like, oh, here's 15 right. different versions of Chandra right, or whatever. Exactly. It's like, well, oh, that's, okay. That's what I feel like they were They were just running out of, of ideas and they were just kept reprinting the same ones over and over again. Yep, yep. Just with different... Planeswalkers are... They can be very annoying. Mm-hmm. The fact that you have to attack them individually right. is really... The Planeswalkers, you can deal direct damage, but you can't... At least there's not many cards that allow you to like reduce their loyalty otherwise yeah which mm-hmm. is annoying like you say you have to attack into them so if they get blockers or if they get one that can protect themselves that's what i find that i run into whenever something gets thrown on the board is it lasts a lot longer than you would expect it to yeah even the ones that don't have a lot of loyalty to begin with it's yeah, like right how, why is it so hard to get rid of that's, this thing i like i play this obviously blue black deck but it's got narset 
Is it the Narset one where they can't draw more than one card on their turn? And yes, yes, let yes, you yes. look at a certain number of cards, and then you can take an on-land card. But yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's got five. It's only got the minus, but that thing that thing persists too. Like it's oh, crazy how long that thing sits on the board for. That thing was in uh, War of the Spark, and those were the uncommon planeswalkers yes, yes, that came out yeah, with. Exactly. That thing's crazy yeah. in Legacy. Everyone yeah. like loves that yeah, card. In Legacy. A, it is a bananas card. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I can attest to that. Yeah. Yeah, that one. That one's nuts. And I think that's kind of when they hit the planeswalker wall, right? When yeah. they're like, "Oh, let's print them as uncommon. Right. Let's put like twenty-seven of them in right. this set." <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> like, yeah, maybe we should cut back. We'll go down to twenty-four. <laughs> like, really? Okay. All right. I've been tempted to buy into the set. I know we always like kind of go back and forth. Right. Whenever we start talking stories, like, "Oh, I might be in right. for a bundle." I'm right. like, "I might be in for a box this time," and I'm like. I have my debit card in my hand. I'm looking at the screen. And I'm like, nah, I don't think I can do it. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Especially now. I know, right, they cut down on the different types of boxes there right, are. Right. So now there's not going to be like draft and right. set. Yeah, exactly, and, yeah. and I forgot what they're calling it now. Crap. I don't remember what they're calling it or no. when it even starts. But I know it doesn't start with X long. So I was looking at the boxes because right. I was like, this could be a fun set. Right. I'm like, I might want to grab a box. It might be fun for like a draft or something. Right. So you can do a lot right, of tribal right, right, stuff. Right, yeah. But I was like, I don't know. What should you get? Do I get set and pay like 120 <laughs> bucks a box? Do I get draft and pay $106 a box? I know that's, I, I've actually, I mean, and this happens sometimes, but I'm like, I think I'm two sets behind at this point. Like I buy the box and the booster just to put a set together or as much of a set together as I can. And then if I find a card that's interesting, you know, I'll throw it in my deck or I'll build a deck around it or something like that. But, yeah, I haven't done that for the last two sets, I don't think. Yeah, because Eldraine was before this, right? The yeah. Eldraine, then what yeah. was it? Phyrexia? Was it Phyrexia? Oh, Eldraine? was it? I thought Eldraine, yeah, I thought Eldraine was a more recent one, but maybe I'm wrong. Eldraine was the last one that just came out. Yeah, and then yeah. Ixalan. Okay, yeah, so I don't have either of those. Yeah. I have the two Phyrexia sets, but I don't have either of the, the Oh, you did two. buy for them? Yeah. 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 I thought about it. I think the closest I came is I bought because a fool and their money are soon parted. Right. I was like, well, I'm not going to spend 100 bucks on a box. Right. But I will spend $25 for a pack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the mass just makes sense. <laughs> it's only $25 versus 100. <laughs> I'm saving $75. Maybe I'm only getting 15 cards. Look how shiny they are. <laughs> like, wow, I got like 10 bucks worth of stuff out of here. I don't know why people buy the collector's stuff. It's like, it just blows my mind I that know. people are like, I'll spend 300 bucks on yeah, a box. Right. I think the Exelon stuff is like 220 yeah. for a box, the collector's box. That's so I'm crazy. like, why? But you can get Jurassic Park cards. Well, that's, and that's, so the Jurassic Park thing, we go back and forth about the, the secret layer sometimes. You know, you, me, and Jason on our group chat. And I guess he bought into the zombies, which makes sense because he's got that zombie deck. And I thought about doing it for the creep show too, just because I like the art and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the same kind of thing, the Jurassic Park, you know, Quinn is obsessed with Jurassic Park. And I saw the cards and I was like, oh, and they have like a secret layer where you can buy, you know, the cards and they have like the creepy Ian Malcolm cards too, which I want no part of, but they have the dino cards. <laughs> the art leaves a little bit to be a desire. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, wait a second. I don't remember Jeff Goldblum looking that cut. <laughs> somebody, somebody's got a Jeff Goldblum fetish over yeah, Wizards of the Someone Coast was here. drawn one-handed. <laughs> 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 
But I saw the diamond ones, but they want like 50 bucks for five cards or something like that. Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah, secret layer like, stuff. I was like, it'd be fun to get for Quinn because, like I say, he loves the Jurassic Park, but 50 bucks for five cards, man, that's not that fun. Makes me sound downright genius for spending 25 bucks for 15. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> I got tripled the cards for exactly. half the price. And then they have the. Then they have the the foils too, which are like seventy bucks for five cards. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Man. Oh yeah, yeah. We, were, we were, I said we were just in Greenfield Games, and I saw Wizards has this thing for D and D now where they have like grab bags of dice sets where you just grab a bag, obviously, and it's just whatever dice set you get is whatever dice set you get. And I was like, oh. But then I said something. I was like, oh, Wizards of the Coast, and Liam's like, they're still around, and I'm like, yeah, like they own everything now. They own Pokemon. They own. Yeah, Magic, yeah, yeah. they own d and I'm like, and they figured out how to monetize literally everything at this point. Everything. Like, <laughs> Again, everything is being licensed right, to them. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, they're just like, they have to be printing money hand over fist. I don't know how, I don't know how much the dice sets were, but it's like, just, okay. And it's just that whole, it's that whole collector's mentality where it's like, ooh, who, what's in here? You know, it could be like the, whatever, the super rare dice set or something that I'm getting in this pack. And it's right. like, and let's be honest, that's why people buy the right. uh, the collectors, right? Because it's like, oh, there's always some weird foil stamping where it's right. like, oh, well, you come and get this in the collector. Right. And it has like, I think, um, to Ixalan, I think this one has like a weird, like circular foil stamp on it. If you get like oh, one right. of those cards yeah. worth time. And then they also did, are doing the uh, neon ink mana crypts. Right. So basically, you have mana crypts oh, yeah, yeah. printed in like right, all right. the like the different yeah. colored yeah. neon inks, yeah. and they're they're worth like six, seven hundred bucks right. if you pull one. So Jeez. people are like, "Yeah, I'm <laughs> well, gonna buy in." Right. Well, that's those are the ones that either you sent or Jason sent, which are ugly as hell. <laughs> yeah, they are god awful, god awful. But I it's, guess I guess if they're a chase, and they're I mean, if somebody's gonna pay the money, man. I mean that. That's basically what's happened, right? Is it really took off like right before COVID? Yeah. Where people, you know, sports cards took off because right. people are like, I'm sitting at home. Right. There's not much entertainment yep. going yep. on. Like, you want to rush. Like, maybe I'll pull some super expensive right, card right. and this will, you know, it'll pay off. It'll pay dividends. It's like, most likely it's not going to. Well, even even with the sports cards, it's not, you know, you have to pull like a super rare card. Like, just pulling a card for one of the players that you really like is always exciting. Like, right. I mean, I, I, I have, I, I bought some, like I bought a couple boxes of football cards a few weeks ago just because I happened to be in Walmart and I saw them and I'm like, ah, oh, whatever, I'll get some football cards, see if I can put together a set or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you know, just opening them at Mahomes, which it's worth like 15 bucks, I think, but yeah. just opening it, it was like, oh, it's a Mahomes, you know, yeah, it's really cool. Like, oh, this is cool. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's definitely something to it. To that point, if anyone wants to buy like forty-two Mac Jones rookies, I'll give you, a... <laughs> I'll give you a hell of a deal. <laughs> Much better than I got. <laughs> yeah, there's a, the collector point. I think that's the part where, because if you're in that old school mentality like Jason is, yeah, that's why I like posting this stuff to our little group text right. because I know. It's absolutely just driving him up the wall when he sees these things. Like, these are so stupid. That's why I was so shocked when he posted the the creep show right, thing. Right. I was like, "Wait, you know these are these are printed this year, right? Like it wasn't <laughs> like you you like these? Yeah. But yeah, it was something he actually likes. But anything other than that, he's like, "This is stupid." Yeah. He's like, "This is why I don't I don't play modern and I right. will never play standard." I 
He's like, I want to play Commander because of you guys, and that's basically it. He's right. like, I wouldn't. I, I think he like straight up told us. He's like, I wouldn't buy anything new <laughs> if it wasn't for you guys and Commander. Right. And I think like he, a lot of times, like every time, like you know, we get together, he's kind of like, Do you guys want to play old school? Do yeah, you want to play pre modern or <laughs> like he's trying to like swing us in the right, other right. direction there of like, hey, forget about that Commander. I think you guys should think about this. No. No, I don't think so. See, meanwhile, I'm on the other side. Like, I don't mind those types of formats, but at the same time, like, especially, like, old school, 93, 94, that just seems so limited. Like, so limiting. Because you only have that group of cards to pick from. Like, the meta's got to be figured out at this point, right? It is, um, for the most part. There's, like, a handful of decks that you'll see. Like, I went to one, I guess we'll call it, like, a game night with him that he... You know, he holds his own events, basically, which, yeah. you know, was really cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, most of the decks I played against, it was like, I know what you're doing right, right off of turn right, one. Right. Like, I know exactly what's going right. to happen. Well, even, even with Historic on Arena, because it's, you're, you're limited to whatever the last seven, five to seven years of cards, like, like you were saying, with the, you know, as soon as somebody plays a, a planes, I'm like, okay, I know what's coming, like. The, the stupid soul guardian or whatever the hell it's called and then the next turn they're gonna have this stupid cat that buffs itself every time you game life. Life. Yep. yeah yeah that <laughs> that like, two two yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a johnny's primate yeah, johnny's yeah. Primate. <laughs> yeah. like i'm yeah. like i'm like i can call it like i should just have like a, a youtube channel where i just like i call every single play because i know what i'm playing against as soon as they play if they i'm play, the tony romo of magic <laughs> exactly. exactly if they play a swamp i'm like okay turn four guess what children's coming yep yep like <laughs> every great. single time well this game sucks <laughs> exactly <laughs> so it was, my mom was visiting and i was playing the game and i'm over here just kind of like cursing under my breath and I'm like, I don't know why I play this game. And she's like, I don't know why you play that game either. <laughs> like, some, sometimes I'm just like, yep, I'm done. I'm walking away. Yeah. I'm like, it, it just gets so frustrating to see that like over and over and over again. Where like you say, it's you try to play the deck and it just doesn't hit the way it's it does for seemingly everybody else. I'm oh, like, it's, it's very <laughs> it's very weird. But with old school, it definitely does. Yeah. It was like very easy to be like because I I brought my black deck. Right. So it was just like. Swamp, Dark yep. Ritual, oh, Hypnotic Spectre. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, I'm going to start milling your hand. <laughs> and then it was just like, oh, okay. Right. Like, yeah. all right. Like, I get it. And some people do try to get a little creative. So you'll see some weird, like, right, right. jank stuff right. like that you never, you're like, oh, what the hell's that card? <laughs> Legends? Like, uh, yeah, I'm just trying this deck out. I'm right. like, well, I'm just going to blow you out of the water because <laughs> this is like a deck that actually fits into the meta. Right, right. And then, like, it's very, very. It is a very, very limited format, right. and that's why I'm always surprised that. And teach their own, so I'm right. not trying to right, insult right. Oh, anyone. That, exactly, no. That's, but you play like, what you play, whatever you find to be fun. Yeah, like whatever keeps the game fresh for you. Yeah. Even if it's playing a limited format like that, right. like you know, it's like more for me. It seems like the point of that format. One, it's a very high end format, so you, like, I mean, there's people there, like you know they're like financial advisors and stuff okay. like they're right. you know they have money right. so their their decks were not proxy right. so right. it was right. like oh i'm just gonna play this black lotus or whatever yeah. and it's like you're playing with that <laughs> like, i would not feel comfortable shuffling that yeah, seriously. <laughs> but it it's more of the social scene behind it like right. you meet some really good people yeah, and right. like mostly like adults like right. kind of like our right, age right, right. like there's not kids in it so right. which makes sense yeah and they're like clean 
like as opposed <laughs> right, to walking right, yeah. off the wall and right. being horrified at the uh, the hygiene level of people in there. It's like, oh my god, stereotypes for a reason. Please yes, fight back. I know, right? Seriously, <laughs> so bad. Uh, you go in there on a hot summer day. <laughs> oh boy. Anyways, yeah, I. I still, I think it's probably the best part of spoiler season is just to rub the stuff in Jason's face. <laughs> just to really, really get him going. <laughs> My favorite point of spoiler season, especially recently, is finding the card that has the most words on it. <laughs> oh my god. Because they are getting awfully wordy with their text on some of these cards. <laughs> oh, you sent that thing out. <laughs> oh, oh, that was so funny. The yeah. the pool looking at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like sometimes. Like, oh, it's crazy. I appreciate, like, I think I mentioned to you a few sets ago when they finally started printing the the numbers and everything in white so that it was much easier to read because at the time, obviously, my site was starting to go and now my site's even worse now. So it's like, when you get some of these cards, I half expected to say flip over for the rest of the description. <laughs> like, they get paid by the word over there. Oh, it's Wizards. crazy. <laughs> it's like, let's smash as much into this card as possible. <laughs> Like, so many abilities. No, that was terrible. Nice try, buddy. We're watching college football while we're doing this because we're that good. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) We can can record a podcast and watch watch football. football. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, command zone. (laughs) That's right, we're calling you out. (laughs) Jay-Z always said beef up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'll be damned if I don't take if I don't take the jig of man's advice. <laughs> the ball's in your court, command zone. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny they do auditions. Oh yeah. Like to like, get on the show. Oh really? Yeah. And I was like, I don't think they'll let us on the show. I <laughs> know <laughs> every time every time like a because uh, I think well the most recent thing I was talking to Aiden and then I sent it to you too the thing about She-Hulk where I was like I wish I could market myself better because like we like we come up with these things and then you know a few weeks later a few months later the people are saying the exact same thing that we said a month ago I'm like how do I how do we get this figured out like how do I get my name out there more so like every once in a while a freelance gig will come up and I think about applying just for giggles at least get my name out there maybe get some money for writing these articles that I'm writing anyway. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Like, it might hit. You just don't know until you try. Right. But yeah. My issue is my mouth. They won't let us out the show if I'm like, what? what did you if I'm throwing my uh, my famous temper tantrums. <laughs> Flipping the board. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Experiencing technical difficulties. We'll be right back. (laughs) Well, it's the Simpsons one when they have technical difficulties. They show like the cameraman with like a bottle of booze or whatever. (laughs) Experiencing technical difficulties. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Oh man. All right. So that was our discussion on. Some of the cards that we found fun, broken, good, whatever you want to say, from Ixalan. Now, because it is Thanksgiving weekend, we'll talk about things that we're thankful for this year as far as gaming goes. Uh, So I'm going to say 
uh, first thing is I'm thankful for all the Amazon sales <laughs> that they've been constantly pushing. It's not Black Friday. It's Black Whenever. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> so it's really grown my collection this year. I really have found a lot of really cool games, mm. like Hidden Gems. You know, maybe I'll talk about some of them in a, a different episode. But um, So I'm thankful that my game collection has grown quite a bit, and I found some really cool, unique stuff for nice. cheap. Nice. I wrote my articles about being thankful for the website. The one that I ended with was that I'm thankful for the tabletop gaming. I usually save the one that I'm most thankful for last. Uh, I think the thing that I'm most thankful for is that we were actually able to get together and play Magic the Gathering. I mean, not consistently necessarily, but we played a couple of times and we, I mean, we got Jason to come out and play, which yeah. was cool too. Yeah. Like you say, it would be nice to get a fourth so that we could get some of that experience. And we've been saying that for a while, but yeah. that's, and also, you know, getting together we started talking about doing the podcast again, and I'm thankful that we are doing this once a month again. You, that, that, you stole my last one. Okay. That was my last one. <laughs> Let's say, I'm very thankful that we've started to uh, record this. I felt like, you know, when we first started doing it, obviously, it was uh, different life circumstances at that point. Right. So it was, it was really, really tough to actually find the time right, to do right. this, especially, you know, if you're raising three kids. Yep. Like, <laughs> very hard, very hard. <laughs> um, but I'm, I just feel happier. Yeah. Like knowing that we at least get to hang out like once a month, yep. even if we're not like really like gaming, right. just the fact that we get to hang yep. out yep. and just have a good time and record this and maybe some people will listen to it. Maybe they won't. But all I know is that it's fun to do. Right. So, for sure. Yep. You know, I'm very thankful for that. Absolutely. All right. That's all for us for this month. Thanks for listening. If you haven't, you can find us at www.twoguysgaming.net. We have articles. I have another podcast that has been on hiatus for three weeks. I had to get back doing that again. Uh, it has a link to our socials, including our YouTube. Uh, things have been busy, so everything is kind of on the back burner recently, but we'll get back to it eventually. All right. See you later, guys. We are...